Hey everybody, this is Gene Troyer. I'm the lead pastor of Restore Church. And what a pleasure it is to welcome you to our podcast. It's my hope that you will be marked by love and encouraged in your faith and inspired to become all God has created you to be. Now I invite you to lean in and enjoy the podcast. Well, this morning, if you have your Bibles, go ahead, open up to Colossians. We're gonna jump to Colossians this morning. Hey, happy new year. Happy new year, everyone. Uh, I, love, I love this community, and I love that uh, I can look you guys in the eye and say Merry Christmas to you, Happy New Year, and know that uh, you guys receive it, and it's, it's just great. So if you're with me this morning, open up to Colossians chapter three. I'm gonna set a timer for myself this morning, a stopwatch, because we... Uh, we need to make sure we don't go three hours, but we go two hours this morning, okay? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Hey, if you're new around here, we absolutely love that you're a part of us. You may be online right now watching, and you are just uh, a part of us as those that are sitting here this morning. We believe in community. Why? Because we believe community is the essence, the essential to living out this life together. So you may be seeing me through a screen, you may be live right now, you may be watching this on replay, but I want you to know that you you are a part of us. Even if this is your first time checking us out, you are a part of us, and we are grateful, grateful that you are joining us. I'm grateful for you guys as well. It'd just be a bunch of, uh, it'd be Gene and Brenda and the worship team, just me looking at you. So I'm grateful that you are here this morning, sitting with us on January 2. This morning, we're gonna go to Colossians, and uh, each and every week, we open up this book And if you don't know, this is God's story. Story of God written out for us to receive. And the essence of this book is love. And it's no surprise that found within this cover is 44 different authors, 66 different books, and it is love. Love is, is the theme throughout this. And church, if you go looking for the main character in this story, it will come alive to you. And I pray 2022 that wouldn't be a, a time of, of uh, not necessarily goal setting and all that, but you would get to know the main character of this story, that you open up these pages, and that I promise you it will come alive to you. No better time to start a new year than title of the message this morning is What Are You Wearing? If you could, with me, in, in your mind, think about your closet, because that's what we're gonna be talking about today, your, your clothing closet. We're gonna open up the closets of our lives. No joke, this past week, I think it was Monday, I think, you would've found Krista and I. I started first, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> I opened up my closet to make room for all the new clothes, right, that you got for Christmas, and thanks, Mom and Dad, I love it, it's incredible. But I realized real quick that the new clothes, I, I couldn't fit my new clothes into my closet because of all the other clothes that were in there. And I, you know, I started to leaf through, and you, know, you get more towards the back of the closet, you're like, oh my gosh. If I haven't worn that in the last five years, I said five years, I, I really think some of the clothes in there were eight to 10 years old. They've gotta go, y'all. So I don't know if that's for anybody here this morning. Get home, it could be a cool Sunday afternoon, little experiment, go. And 
in your closet and look at the clothes that you do have in there because I'm telling you, we started to pitch those old clothes. It was trash bag after trash bag of getting rid of those old clothes, which I realized that I took out a lot of my old dress clothes, which might, uh, yeah, I might need a, some new dress pants and whatnot. So can we do that? Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> but Colossians chapter three, if you have your Bibles this morning. Do you have your Bibles this morning? Okay, one of you, cool, awesome. Everybody look over at, at yeah, back there, look at that Bible. <laughs> Colossians chapter three, we're gonna start in verse 12. The apostle Paul writes, therefore, as God's chosen people, look to the person left or right of you and say, that's you. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy, that word holy means to be set apart for God. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, here it is, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if anyone has grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all of these virtues, put on love which binds them together in perfect unity. I'm gonna go, I brought, uh, I brought the message translation with me here this morning, Eugene Peterson, and I love the way that he illustrates this. So if you could, it's gonna be on the screen, you might not have the message translation in front of you, but listen to this and receive it. So chosen by God for this new life of love, again, that's you. Dress in the wardrobe that God picked out for you. Do you know that God has a wardrobe that he's picked out for you? It's compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline. Be even-tempered, content with second place. Trevor, all you do is win, bro, but he's calling you for second place this morning. Quick to forgive an offense. Forgive as quickly and completely as the master has forgave you. And I love this last part, verse 14. And regardless what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic, it's your all-purpose garment. Never be without it. Title of my message this morning, what are you wearing? Because I wanna have one of those moments with you this morning as we kick off the new year. You know, people make much about goals and goal settings like Brenda, you said, I'm right there with you. I have PTSD of goals because I worked in insurance Sales, and everybody's gotta do it once in their life, right? And uh, every, every year would come around, like, you gotta get new clients, you gotta sell more life insurance. And I was like a 21-year-old, like, what is life insurance? Anyways, I, I, I digress. People make much of goals, and, and believe me, they're, they're, there's something about hopes and dreams, and I love dreaming and restore. We, we love to dream here, but I think God is asking us as we begin 2022, January 2nd, that he's asking us, Hey, Mark, what are you wearing? Macy, what are you wearing? Tammy, what are you wearing? Because believe it or not, I am one of those husbands, as he's getting ready, that will come to his wife, Krista, and, and, and I'll ask, hey babe, how does this look? And she's pretty quick to say, like, yeah, it looks good, you know? Because she knows, I, I, I know that you know. She knows that deep down though, if she, if she stutters, if she, if she, if she waits or, or, or anything, I will start the process all over again. Anybody there? Anybody feeling me on that? I, I will literally, I feel you bro, I will literally start the process all over until I get 
the, the response that I'm looking for from her. I will literally go to my closet, pull out another shirt. Uh, believe me, I iron every shirt that I put on. I ironed this this morning. I will press another shirt till I get the response. Everybody's looking at you now like, really? Yeah, it's true. Um, I will literally start the process all over again until I get the response that I'm looking for from you. So I just want you to know I'm looking for the response. Here it is. Y'all are with me? Dang, baby, look good. That's all I want. <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I want. Can I get a witness? Anybody? Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, go, go, go. Uh, in fact, I want to I wanna ask that question to you because believe it or not, there are some things, there are some things that you and I are wearing that God is saying, you know what? You know what, Nick? You know what, Mark? You know what, Jameson? That doesn't look good on you. God is saying that doesn't look good on you. It doesn't fit. Like you, I, yeah, sorry if you thought you, you were coming to church and, and you have this guy on stage calling out how, what you're wearing right now. It's not it at all. It's not what I mean. I'm not talking about you should be wearing a large instead of a medium. I'm not talking any of that this morning. I'm talking about our spiritual clothes. I'm talking about your spiritual clothes this morning. What are you wearing? Because I don't know if you know this, but there are some things that you are wearing that I am wearing that doesn't fit. And I really believe that God is wanting to have a conversation with us this morning to open up the closets of our lives, to look at our clothes, and to remember that we are chosen by God. Paul writes that right at the very beginning of verse 12. You are chosen by God to live out this life of love. And there are things, clothes if you will, that you once wore that you actually thought looked good on you. But God is saying, no, 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 no. I've got something different. The clothes that you once wore that maybe got you places, that you thought you looked good in, that maybe held some identity for you. But God is asking us right now, the start of 2022, to rid ourselves of those old clothes, to literally get the trash bag out and to throw them in there, to put on the new clothes that he's picked out for us. I know that you know the world tries to put clothes upon us, right? The, the world wants you to put things on and it's things that you weren't designed to wear. And I wanna tell you it, it doesn't fit. It, all the time we, we try to see culture and, and society put meanness upon us, right? You see it online. It's, I don't even want to go there necessarily this morning, but you see, especially Christians, you see followers of Jesus who, who put on meanness. And meanness doesn't fit on Christians. It doesn't look good on Christians. That meanness doesn't, that you're demonstrating doesn't fit. Why? Because we serve a God who is kind, we serve a God who, who looked at us, who saw us from the very beginning, who could have been angry and judgmental, who could have been condemning to us, but he said, you know what? I'm gonna show you grace. I'm gonna show you mercy. And guess what, friends? He turned his face towards that which was a mess. And he says, Dave, I choose you. I choose you. 
I posed this question over the last couple of weeks to some of our staff and some of you, uh, Marco Polo, a buddy, a little bit, and I had this conversation like, hey, what, what do you feel like the world is putting on you? What are some things that you have put on yourself? Some of that conversation was expectations that, that maybe people put on us, like you have to be strong for others. You, you, you ha- have to have the portrayal that your life is, is going well, especially for Christians when you come walk into a church that everything is fine and everything is good and God is just moving in mighty ways. Some of you feel like you have to carry your family's worries and their pains. Some of us wear where busyness, like it's this $100 sweatshirt that we just can't take off because it costs too much. And so we gotta do and do and do to feel value. You might be wearing pride and you would say, you know what, Jordan, I've, I've built this life. I have built this kingdom. I've worked hard for this. Ain't nobody gonna take it away from me. Maybe you're wearing complacency where you're just going through the motions and you're getting, you feel like you're just stuck, so you just continue on day after day, same old, same old. There's no way that God can move. I'm, I'm, I want you to think for a moment, what's one thing that you might be wearing that God is saying this morning? You know what? Fill in your name. It's time to take it off. Are you wearing insecurity? And that insecurity plays into your, your friends, your, your workspace, your family life. Maybe it's stress, maybe it's impatience. Are you wearing jealousy this morning? Frustration, is there an addiction that you need to take off? The enemy, see the enemy wants you to wear all of these things. He wants to tell you, you look good and you need to rep it. Why? Because it keeps you from wearing God's best. And Paul's saying, saying, no, 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 look what I said. Look what I said in, 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 in verse 12. It says, dress yourselves in the wardrobe that God picked out for you. He's saying, you've got brand new clothes now. You don't have to wear all that junk of your old life anymore. That God has a wardrobe that he's picked out for you. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? Because I believe today is the day to where you can take it off and put on the outfit that God has for you. We opened up with Colossians chapter three and the writer here is Paul and Paul's in Rome at this point. He's found himself in prison and Paul, he's heard of this particular community of Jesus followers in the city of Colossae and which is, Help me out, it's roughly modern day Turkey, okay? But he's heard of this group of Jesus followers, the followers of Jesus that, who got caught up in a lot of twisted and distorted truth. They were actually caught up in a, in a lot of false teachings that Jesus really wasn't who he said he was. You know, he was just another man. And these followers of Jesus, their, their actions and what they said didn't fit with what Jesus said and how he lived when he walked on this earth. Remember, Paul is writing Jesus followers and that may be you here this morning. I don't know you where you are at in your relationship with Jesus, right? We're all in process, but you say that you have a relationship with Jesus, that he is your savior, but you are dipping into the back of your closet. You're pulling out those old ways, those old garments, those old clothes, those old ways of thinking. 
You might be watching right now. You're just checking out this whole church thing. But can I tell you that this life of surrender and following Jesus is exactly for you as well? That you have a new way of thinking. That you have a new way of living. And God is saying, I've picked out clothes for you as well. So Paul, what does he do? He puts pen to paper. And if you could, we're going to jump back to Colossians chapter 1. He, so he wants to set the record straight to this group of, 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 of Jesus followers. He says in verse 15, is that the Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him, in him, all things were created. Things of heaven and on earth, the visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. Translation this morning, Paul is saying, hey, listen, Jesus is who he said he is. Jesus is the beginning. Jesus is the middle. Jesus is the end. We exist church because of Jesus. And not only this is who he is, but this is what he did, that Jesus lived, that Jesus died, and that he, he, he rose again. And we come then to Colossians chapter 3, and Paul is saying that because of what Jesus did on that cross, that we do not have to live by the ways in which we did before knowing Jesus, that we have new clothes to put on. Look here in verse, uh, chapter 3, verse 5, here's what he says. He says, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature. You ready for it? Sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed. He's saying, all those I wants that are in your life, you've created idols out of them. And now it's time to put them away. And he's reminding this community of Jesus followers that once upon the time, they wore these clothes. They dressed in the ways in which those around them were, the Romans, which was far from the ways of, of following Jesus, okay? And Paul is saying here in, in verse, verse eight and nine, let me flip to it. He says, but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language from your lips. Sound familiar today, right? Yeah? See, by being clothed in, in these garments, this community would have blended into society. You wouldn't have known that they were reflecting Jesus, that they were representing Jesus. But Paul is saying, you know what? You need to remove these old clothes for you have a new life, one that is being renewed. Let me come to verse 12. Here's the good news. You ready for it? Therefore, as God's chosen people, I'm gonna read that again and say that. I want you to say, that's me. Ready? Therefore, as God's chosen people, that's, me. that's you, right? That's me. Holy and dearly loved, clothe. Clothe yourselves, not because of anything you did or anything you've earned or achieved. It's because of what Jesus has already done for you. It's because of what Jesus did. He took all of our wrong, our sin and our error. He took it on that cross and he rose again. Now, because of all that, here it is. Clothe yourselves with compassion, with kindness. Take off that pride and put on humility. 
Take off that meanness and anger and put on gentleness. He's saying put on patience. Y'all, we have something new to put on in our lives. And guess what? Jesus is inviting you, yes, you, to put on those clothes this morning. I'm telling you, uh, Tyler, thank you for this conversation. I had a conversation with Tyler. He's like, you know what? You should really uh, do a study on uh, all the mentions in the Bible that say, uh, take off and put on. It is fascinating, all the things that the Bible says. You need to take off these things and put on these things in this place. So if you're looking for a good Bible study, I'm not saying it's on the YouVersion Bible app, but start off 2022 by, by taking, uh, doing a research and taking off the things and putting on the things that Christ has said for you. That's just a freebie for you this morning. Because Paul is literally saying here, as we come to verse 12, he's literally saying, clothe yourselves. In the Greek, it actually means to, to put on, to clothe yourselves. And this isn't just some cutesy illustration this morning. He's saying, I want you to picture yourselves clothed in compassion. Compassion is this. It's characterized by this deep emotion, this empathy, this sympathy for others. It's, it's entering into people's worlds. I love this because I do, um, I, I hang out with middle school and high school students here at Restore, but I love going outside of these walls and showing up at, at sporting events, at choir concerts, at, at band recitals. I love going and showing up, or showing, yeah, showing up to these events, dropping in on these students' worlds. And that's what Paul is saying here. That's what compassion looks like. It means entering into people's worlds. It's showing up in places where they didn't expect you to show up in. What if, 2022, what if you took time and said, you know what, I need more compassion in my life. I'm gonna start showing up in places where people don't expect. Can I say, this isn't, this isn't to make people your project, okay? That's not, that's not the point of what Paul is writing for us. He's saying you are there to reflect him, Jesus. And he's doing things inside of you that that, that person may need. And so are you, are you willing to commit yourself to compassion this year and showing up in places where, where that person least expected you to? If that's you this morning, maybe take a, a note on your phone, write down this morning, you know what? I wanna put on compassion this year. Next thing is kindness. The Greek word here is uh, I'm not great on Greek, so help me out. It's Christotida, okay? Which means something really needed, which is a curveball. A lot of times we see this and we think of just nice words, but really what the Greek is saying, it's more than nice words. It's a willingness to meet others' needs. A little bit different dif uh, definition than what we find in society and outside of these walls, right? It's, it's the ability to meet others' needs. It's, it's taking time out of your day to check back in with someone that let you in on a struggle area of their life. It's checking back in with somebody that might have said, hey, can you pray for me? It's checking back in with them in a couple days. It's slowing down. Kindness moves beyond just talk and puts action to your words. If that's you this morning, write down kindness. 
I need to work on kindness. I need to put on kindness. Humility. Paul says put on humility, which is perspective and attitude. It's the disposition of valuing or assessing uh, oneself appropriately. I love this, especially in the light of God. Recognizes, it, it recognizes our dependence on God and not of ourselves. Man, do I need to be reminded of that daily. You know, we... We find in, in culture that we have to work hard for everything, and there is something to that, but we can slowly but surely begin to build up this, this, this little fortified uh, castle, if you will. And you know what? This, I, I have built this. I have worked hard for this. I have earned this. And what ends up happening is that when, 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 we, when we don't have humility in our lives, we begin to lose sight of who we were created to be. I know a lot of us could grow in humility. Then Paul writes, put on gentleness. And man, it's characterized by this, this quiet strength, this gentle strength. It's being even-tempered. It's daily strength that is self-controlled because guess what? It's God-controlled. Paul's saying, put it on. And he's not talking about weakness here. It's probably one of the greatest strengths that we can put on because it's strength that's under authority. Woo! It's strength that is under authority. We don't like to be put under authority, right? Strength that is controlled. It's controlled of outbursts and anger. And no lie, God brought this to my mind. This was Monday. I know this was this past Monday. I was standing in the bathroom looking in the mirror Yeah, it happens a lot. <laughs> and you strolled in the bathroom, and that was probably just everyday occurrence for you, right? Um, seeing me looking in the mirror, <laughs> and uh, there I was. And you were you were talking. I don't even remember what you were saying, and because honestly, in that moment, I told you after I stopped you, and daggone, God was working me, working on me in that moment. And sorry, I get emotional because. Just because I'm on this stage doesn't mean I have it all together. And over the past couple of days, man, just being at home with the boys, it's, it was hard, right? There's something to, right, the, the song says that parents can't wait for school to start again, right? There's something to that, but God was working on me that my anger and my frustration that I displayed to my boys was not Christ-like. That that's not what God had demonstrates to me. Yeah, we're cooped up in the house for 24, 48 hours, whatever it may be. That doesn't give me the right. That doesn't reflect, I'm not reflecting Jesus to my boys in that case. And so God was working on me at that moment. I remember saying to you like, dang, I'm, I don't even know what to say, but I'm sorry. I know I was short, short-tempered there. Last one is patience. Greek word here is macrothenium, means long passion. And that word passion there means suffering. It's characterized by the capacity and the willingness to endure over a prolonged period of time. And we don't get to define that prolonged period in, in our life. After three days of being patient, we can't say, hey, I was patient, now do this tired of waiting. Now we're called to patient living 
over a prolonged period of time. And sometimes that prolonged period of time is gonna involve something difficult. It's probably gonna involve something painful in our lives. How many of us would say that we need more patience in our lives? Yeah. These words represent this entire community. I wanna level the playing field of all of us in here this morning that it's these words that we all struggle in these areas. All of us need growth in these areas, but here's the thing. No matter how good we get at compassion, no matter how good we get at kindness, humility, no matter how much, uh, how good we get at perfecting these qualities does not make God love us anymore. You see, Paul's assuming that you've spent time reading the first two chapters because it's all about Jesus and what he's done because of that. So then, we get to put these on, not because we wanna earn Christ's love even more. Paul goes on to say these things, um, in light of all these things at verse 13, it says, bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Meaning that we're not always gonna get it right. You might find yourself standing and looking in the mirror in the bathroom and like, you know, God just starts working upon you. You and I haven't arrived yet. We are all in process of reflecting Jesus. And if we're not careful, these things that could unite us, these words that could bring us together as followers of Jesus could be the very thing that tears us apart. You come to Gene and be like, you know what? Nick's not pulling his weight in humility this week. See, the very thing that could bring us together could tear us apart. Don't give up on each other, Paul is saying. Forgive each other. And then we get to verse 14. You ready for it? And over all of these virtues, put on love, which binds them together in perfect unity. The message translation, I'm gonna flip back to it. Regardless what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic, it's your go-to, your all-purpose garment. Never be without it. You know, after we've dressed ourselves in compassion and kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, did you notice that three of those five are actually ones that are in the fruit of the Spirit? Galatians, if you take a note, Galatians chapter five, verse 22 through 23. See, when we add those, when we put those on, we add the final accessory to our outfit, and it's this. It's a perfect one because it ties the whole outfit together. It ties everything you are together, and it's love. And love is listed first in the fruit of the Spirit. It's love. It's why God left heaven. It's it's love, why Jesus took on our death sentence and opened the door for our salvation. Love makes it possible to keep wearing compassion and kindness and humility, gentleness and patience. And if we lead out of love, church, in 2022, guess what? All those other ones will follow. Can we lead out of love? Can we put 
on love. I hear some of you asking, like, how in the world do we put these on? Like, how, how do I do this in my life, Jordan? I want to tell you, you'd be amazed that you can't do it on your own. That yes, we need help, but God is here to provide it. And here's our roadmap, and it's not going to be on the screen behind me. I just want to read it to you. Colossians chapter 3, starting in verse 15. Here's, here's our roadmap and how to do this. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since as member of one body, you are called to peace. And that word peace has been spoken over me this morning like crazy. You were called to peace and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms and hymns and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Verse 17, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. How do we do this? We let these words soak our spirits. We let these words coat our hearts. It's slowing down, it's settling down and making these words at home in our heart. And it's okay if it's a daily occurrence. We're human. But God is saying, I've got a new wardrobe for you. Here's what I want you to walk away with this morning. I pray that this church would be a community that wears compassion, that wears kindness, that our student ministry that is founded here puts on humility. That once we have accepted Jesus into our hearts, that we put on his love and realize that nothing else fits anymore question is, what are you wearing? That we wouldn't be the ones that would be mean or that we would judge. That we would be people that would run towards the people that are hurting to show them the answer and who Jesus is. Not saying that we have all the answers, but we know if you're a follower of Jesus, you know the one who does, right? Church, I pray that even right now, that you would wear kindness and humility as you walk out this door. That when you come in contact with people, they say, um, what are you wearing? What is that compassion that you just showed there? Like, what are you wearing? Why aren't you worrying? Why aren't you busy right now? You used to be busy all the time. Why aren't you fearful anymore? No, you show compassion. You show patience. And people will want to wear what you're wearing. Would you close your eyes with me this morning? I want to pray for us. And if I could, just in, invite you to take a moment and reflect for yourselves. What is something that you're wearing this morning? Is it putting on humility and saying, you know what, yes, I have been wearing this and I need to take it off right now. We're all in process. We haven't got it right. 
and that should lead you right back to Jesus. The band's gonna sing in just a moment. I'm gonna pray. But if I could, our, our prayer team, if, if you guys could come down front, I wanna make it available to you for somebody to stand with you and to pray over you. If it's something you need to share with somebody just to, to say, you know what, God's been working on me. Nobody knows this secret in my life. I gotta share it with somebody. I gotta take it off. These people are here, ready and willing. Move out of the aisles. Move out of your seat. Start today, put on the things of Christ. Would you pray with me? God, I pray right now that you would remind us of the price that you paid for the clothes that we can wear, God. God, I'm talking about the spiritual clothes this morning and the ones that you died. You died for us so that we could wear compassion in our lives, that we could wear, that we could put on kindness and humility that we can walk out of these doors, that we don't need to wear anxiety or fear or worry or bitterness in our lives. God, first and foremost, Lord, we wanna put on you. So church, if that's you here this morning, you say, you know what, Jordan, I do, I do not have a relationship with Jesus. Can I make him available to you this morning? That even right where you are sitting, you can say, you know what, Jesus, I choose you. I wanna put on you. If you do not have a relationship with Jesus this morning, and you're bold enough. Would you raise your hand? Say, Jesus, I need you. If that's you, if you're online this morning, why don't you put your hand over your heart right now and say, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I need you. Come into my life. God, I wanna make room for you. Jesus, I need you. If you're a follower of Jesus and you've dipped back into that back part of your closet and you brought out those old clothes that you finally wanna get rid of, why don't you say this, just in your own mind and in your own heart, God, I need new clothes. God, I need new clothes. God, I'm tired. I'm tired of striving. God, put on the things that you have for me. Church, if you're tired of living in brokenness, just say, God, I need new clothes. Would you mind repeating this prayer with me this morning? Jesus, I love you. Today, I accept your forgiveness. I accept your grace. I surrender my life to you. I wanna follow you. Give me new clothes. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Please rate and review us on Spotify and iTunes and join us again for next week's podcast. We love you and pray blessing and peace over you and your family.